Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, it's a wonderful thing to be in the presence of the Lord. We are seated here because of Jesus. We may not know why we are here. Yes, please, let it continue playing. Uh, there's something in my spirit. It will come out. When we come to church, sometimes we don't know what is happening in the realms of the spirit. But the way the judge of high courts, uh, local courts, tribunal courts, and marital courts, and even land courts, don't uh, preside over matters in the street, but in the courtroom, it's the same way the Lord ordered that his children should come before him in church. Do you understand? So that when you have a, an issue, you can present it before him. He wants to be the God who provides everything you need and sustains you. He doesn't want you to be worried. He doesn't want you to be uh, perplexed by the issues of life because trust me, those things will happen. But the strong man is somebody who has somebody who is stronger than him and can fight his enemies. Do you understand? A strong man is one who can, who has somebody who can fight for him. And so when it comes to coming before the presence of the Lord, it is not about just presenting yourself. No. Sometimes the Bible says that he's able to answer the secret prayers. So sometimes you just show up in the presence of the Lord and the mighty God, he begins to touch that very need. He begins to work on that hard desire. He begins to make sure that the thing you are looking for, your hand holds it. So sometimes the reason why we appear before God, well, not sometimes, all the time, is because as much as there are open prayers that must be made before God, there are secret ones that God is honoring. Praise the Lord. Now, the reason why God is so gracious is because I've said it to know over and over again. No man born of a woman has what it takes to stand before God. If you look at a man and you look at the person, you feel like this person has some pedigree, some level of societal respect. And because of that, you want to honor that person. That person is actually too low to be compared to God. Do you understand? So if you see any man and regard any man in high esteem, know that that man cannot be compared to God. Now the reason is because God wants to set himself apart in our lives. He wants to do the miraculous and do it mightily and easily. Now as I'm speaking, the Lord is telling me that he's touching hearts because he's reassuring people and stabilizing people so that people will know that he's their God. Now, by the grace of God, I've been battling the whole night. I sensed a strong spiritual presence. And the Lord said, you let certain people into the gates where their fathers could not enter. And if you notice on, on Friday, we're dealing with marital issues and issues of ancestry. And I didn't plan to go that way. But the Lord said, write this down. So I wrote, I wrote those prayer points down. And we're able to pray only two. Because by the time we prayed for one hour, 
30 to 40 minutes, I noticed that the Lord started giving me more prayer points and we had to pray about it. You notice? Now, please understand, when the Spirit of the Lord is leading us, He knows what is best for us and He will fine-tune everything in our lives. Permit me to say that after such a prayer, today's Sunday, you're not supposed to stay home. You're supposed to be fortified because you had long hours in the presence of six hours of prayers, of singing, of being the presence of the Lord and we're engulfed with the presence of the Lord. So we have to continue in it. Now, when it happens that way, it means that a lot of victory has come into our hands. When I say victory, marital victories, financial victories, sometimes soundness of mind. Some people are worried, but the Lord will bring peace to your heart. Now, when it happens that way, notice that the Lord requires of you to be in the presence of the Lord. Why? Because when you, when you shift out, the enemy pounces immediately. But what is one lion to 20 hyenas? One lion cannot fight two hyenas. But two lions can take 20 hyenas down. In fact, when they see two lions, lionesses, a hyena, you know what a hyena is? Some of you don't know. The, you know the dog in the bush. They, they can eat anything. They, they, if they see one lion, they feel like they can eat this lion. So they go ahead to eat the lion. But when they find them, there are only two. And that's what I said. There are, are so many times I have relied on your prayers. Especially the prayers of, the, of my wife, the prayers of the leadership team, and your prayers. So if I'm the pastor and I need your prayers, what makes you think that you don't need my prayer? You don't need the collective prayer of the people. Hallelujah. So when we finish a spiritual exercise, don't sleep. Continue. Continue for some time. Because when you build that momentum, the devil feels like you have dispossessed him of your goods. Now he wants to find ways and means of getting it back. And notice, you notice that right, up, right after fasting, anger begins to well up. I, I don't know if you've noticed. There's some level of uncertainty, fear. Will it work? It has worked. Why are you thinking it will work? Because the devil wants to steal it from you. The Bible says anyone who is double-minded, he said you, the person is unstable, like muddy or troubled waters. He said such a man cannot receive. Now what he means is that if that man received, he cannot sustain what he has received because he is unstable. Praise the Lord. Shall we pray? Our Father, we thank you for this morning. You delight the sorrowful heart. You said you pick us from the miry clay. You set our, our feet upon a rock to stay. And you are that rock. The Bible says that the cornerstone that was rejected has become the chief cornerstone. You said the rock that gave the children of Israel water in the wilderness is the rock of our salvation today. Yahweh be glorified. Yahweh be magnified. Yahweh be praised. For you alone deserve praise. You alone deserve praise. You alone deserve praise. Daddy, speak to us this morning. As we interact with each other, give us understanding. Open our minds and let us see your goodness in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. 
the reason why I want to sit down is because today I want us to be to, to talk. I want us to do what? Pastor PJ is in the house. Wow. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, give it up for Pastor BJ and his wife. Praise Jesus. Oh, the Lord is amazing. He knows how to bring clarity to issues. You're welcome. It's such a wonderful and a pleasant surprise. Yes. Today, the Lord led me to go this way. Sit down and let's talk. Let's have interactive. We've been talking about uh, encounters. We've been talking about how the Lord gives us encounters. And I said, if you find out that there's a believer who is not solid in their work with God, chances are that that person became born again or had or thought they were born again but did not have that direct encounter with God. Encounters are marks of indelible experiences. Did you hear what I said? When Jesus walks into your room, you will not have a doubt whether Jesus is real. Praise the Lord. When your faith produces something tangible in your life and you see that I believed God for so, so and so. Now look at it. I can see it. You are not going to doubt it. So encounters are blueprints for the surety of the believer. The believer's walk. Hallelujah. Today I like to speak English and cheap. Can we do that? Are we okay with that? Yes. Somebody asked me, why did you say your church is international? I said, don't worry, it is international. <laughs> but you didn't bring the international. <laughs> I, said, I said, don't worry. In the eyes of God and in my heart, it is international. Praise the Lord. So, Grace Army Church is international. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Now, encounters. We spoke about encounters, right? I said protocols to encounters. I spoke about three things. How many of you remember? I said, number one, you must love God. Now, to love God means that you've, you've become born again. Now, you've come into the place where you want to have... Everyone is born again, but you want to go deeper with God. And because you want to go deeper with God, you deliberately show him love. How? By giving him attention. I don't know which girl will really believe that a guy loves him, a boy loves him when he does not give her attention. Is it possible? Is it possible? Now, the Bible says that I, on Friday, I showed you that God has dual, dual nature. He has the masculine and the feminine. So when you see somebody heightening the feminine or heightening the masculine, it's an imbalance. He's called the many-breasted God. And at the same time, he's called uh, the Lord of hosts. You understand? It means that he leads the army. Now, he shows a masculine gender every time there is the need for a father to show up. He says that I long to gather you under my wings like, like a hen will gather her cheeks, under her, her cheeks under her wings. You understand? So we see that God has this nature. And I'm saying that you must be able to touch the feminine aspect of God. How? By worship. When you show, when you love some, 
you don't say you love the person and you just leave the person. No. When you love the person, you are intentional about the person. So I said, number one thing is to deliberately love God. Hallelujah. Then number two protocol, I said, to have encounters is to desire or to have hunger. And, and most of the time, you notice that the Lord is the one who birthed that hunger in you. It is a way to draw you into himself. Praise Jesus. And I spoke extensively about that. And I, the third one, which I said, I said, when you love somebody, you separate yourself to see the person. So the third point is to separate yourself. Um, Pastor PJ, you know I love you. But not as I love my wife. When Pastor PJ tells me, uh, maybe do something for me when I feel like it is pushing me out of my comfort zone I may say oh okay let me let me look and I'll try to see the comfort in it before I do it but when my wife tells me I don't think <laughs> I mean it's the same thing <laughs> so I'm not being biased towards you just that a wife is a wife a happy wife makes a happy life <laughs> please it is of the world though please that's what the world say I'm just quoting what the world say but I think there's some level of truth in it hallelujah a happy wife makes a happy life okay so now that you know that I must separate myself to God it means that I cannot be mere you understand I must be intentional about the person I claim I love praise the Lord yeah I must be intentional do you get it? I must be deliberate. So you must deliberately separate yourself to show that person love. So I'm talking about protocols to encounter. I say love him. Have a hunger or a desire for him. And then the third one, separate yourself to him. Now when you separate yourself, what does it mean? You deliberately have 30 minutes of time with him. One hour of time with him. Two hours of time with him. Ten days of time with him. You deliberately set a clock. Ah, isn't it clear that before you were, you mar we married, we used to have a joint, we go and sit. And uh, we had juice and we had kebab. You remember? Yeah. We had juice and kebab. The day I have a lot, I'll buy plenty. But the day I don't have a lot, I buy for her and I'll be sitting there and I buy water. And she'll be chewing her telling, Susunum, Susunum. <laughs> susunum, Adianum. <laughs> do you know the amazing part she loved me in all those circumstances why because i separated myself to her and i'm i'm showing you the practicality of it because you see you must understand if you if you don't separate yourself to a girl you want to marry that girl will never take you seriously likewise it was the same thing when i separated myself she separated herself onto me i'm trying to be practical here you understand me so we see that you must separate yourself now in separating yourself there's a specific term i used and i taught on it last week alone it's called what waiting i said what when you wait on god there are several things that happen you are the one who knows god's private part hello 
I, some time ago, I taught on worship. When you worship the Lord. A lot of people don't know the word koinonia is the word intercourse. There is only one way to have intercourse. If you go another way, we can't call it intercourse. Intercourse is, where's the medical people? Where are they? Where are the medical people? Intercourse is one process. You can, there's no ten pro, one. It is the process by which the privacy of a male is exposed to the privacy of a female. And I'm saying that you cannot get into deep realms with God if you don't wait on him. Now, waiting on God opens God up to you. Do you understand? I believe I did justice to that, so I'll, I'll jump and talk about today's own. But today, I want us to talk about not channels of encounters. Today, we'll not talk about channels. I spoke about, I said there are five channels. Number one, God himself. Like the way God appeared to Moses, mm, the burning bush. Number two, Jesus, the word. Where you can be studying the word and all of a sudden there is this mighty strong understanding that comes from the word. It looks like the word is no more just written words, but it is life and it has been imparted unto you. Do you understand? And I spoke about the third, I said it's the Holy Spirit. Where you begin, to, you, people know him as a spirit, but you know him beyond who what, or what people know about him. The Holy Spirit becomes so real to you. And I spoke about the fourth one. I said it is a man of God. You remember? A man of God. And I spoke about how the, the Lord will use your man of God because he wants to use something that you are familiar with. So you see your man of God in your dreams. So when you come to church and I'm praying with you, you think that you've come to just pray. No. The Lord uses my spirit to affect your spirit. That is why every man of God's spirit must be sharpened. Do you get it? It, I hope Timothy for Musia. So every man of God's spirit is designed to sharpen another. That is how it is. So, uh, and the man of God himself is sharpened by God. So the the fourth way is for the man of God to be used. So you can have an, an encounter with your man of God. And I know a lot of you have seen me in your dreams. It's a basic way. It's a basic way. Hallelujah. I, for example, my wife saw me this dawn in a dream with Kelvin. And on Friday all night into Saturday, I was dealing with a matter in his life. You get it. Uh -huh. So you can see the correlation there. When you have a man of God, the Lord will make sure that you're able to relate to your man of God as you ought to. Now, enough of that. I'll come into that one. I've not started teaching. And the last one are angels. You get it. Anytime you see a demon, <laughs> demonic encounters are not godly. That's why I will not talk about them. But God, angelic encounters, which are the, the good angels, or the godly angels, the ones that are sent to serve us, those are proper encounters. Hallelujah. Now today I want to talk about the benefits of encounters. Benefits of encounters. So I started preaching the message about three weeks ago, right? How many of us have had, have had an encounter? I would like to know. You've had an encounter. MFI, you've had an encounter. Prophecy, you've had an encounter. Who else? No, in the mouth of two. Abel, you've had an encounter. Okay, now please send microphone around. 
know you've had encounters, you share yours too. It will help me so that it will practicalize what I'm trying to teach. Hallelujah. One day I was studying my Bible and I had a routine. I closed from lectures. There was a season like when I was in the second year, I think I used to close around by 1.32. So I, I hurriedly go home to go and look into the Bible. I, just, I was just doing that. I kept on looking into the Bible and one day the, the words in the Bible lifted. I don't know how I can explain to you. You see 3D. How you see the paper. It lifts like this and now I lifted my head and I was seeing the words. I am the light of the world. And this light is in you. I was reading the book of John. And I was not speed reading. I was studying. I was looking, asking questions. So, if you say you are the light of the world, what does it mean? So, it looked like somebody had called me. I heard my name, Nanayal. Look. So, I lifted my head to look and I saw the writings in the air. And they were just suspending there. It's an encounter with the word. From that day, I knew that the word of God cannot just be what is written in paper or on paper it is exactly what i see on paper come alive to me they are not just me i can't take the bible and say no it is not just a book it is god's fire hallelujah another encounter i had i was praying concerning the prophetic hello those of you some of you listen to me carefully timothy class listen you must walk in the prophetic. You must walk in the understanding. You must walk in the seer anointing. And I saw in the Bible, it says that he gave gifts unto men. Right? Prophets. I said, what do prophets see? do? They see. They hear. They, they, they are in tune with God. They get the direct signals from God. I said, Lord, I can't be normal. I started praying. I started praying. I started praying. I, started, I said, Lord, I want to... I, I know, I know the reason why I have this desire. By the way, you say covert spiritual gifts. I mean, literal translation, that's what I'm saying. It's not the Bible way, but the way I'm trying to put it to you. So, if there's anything I will say with Nibria, is the spiritual gifts. So, this is what I did. I started praying about it, praying about it, praying about it, praying about it. And then one day in my dream, I saw that I had gone to the time that Nebuchadnezzar now listen to this I had gone to the time that Nebuchadnezzar was a king and I saw the finger of the Lord right on the wall and I saw that do you understand? do you understand? then I saw that Nebuchadnezzar saw the writing on the wall but he did not understand what it meant so I was standing there. Is somebody listening to me? May the Lord give you an encounter. I said, may the Lord give you an encounter. In the mighty name of Jesus. So then this is what happened. I kept on looking at the thing. And I noticed that the king was confused. What is this? Which hand is this writing on the wall? Now. It is said that in Hebrew. It was written. But when I looked at it. I know what Hebrew writing is. 
this was this was like heaven writing it was not just the hebrew writing it was heaven writing and when it was writing you would think that it was just writing ink no it was literally writing fire and when they say he wrote on the wall it wasn't like a wall it was a rock so it's like to explain it where it was like a carved mountain and were in the mountain and he saw that a hand was chiseling fire into the wall of the mountain do you understand and then i stood there and i looked at it i didn't understand what it meant and i woke up with fear shaking i said hey what is this but I knew that was King Nebuchadnezzar. I knew that was the finger of God writing on the wall. Then I went to my pastor. I said, Pastor, I saw something dangerous today. Please help me. Help me. I've been praying some prayers and I'm afraid. Some of you have encounters you are afraid. Don't be afraid. It is the start of the journey. Then I said to my pastor, this is what I said. He said, the reason why Nebuchadnezzar did not understand. He said, it took a prophet to understand the writing of God on the wall. He said, it is the same way. The Lord has, is calling you into the mystery, into, into the place of understanding the mysteries of God. So my pastor, who was a prophet, gave me the interpretation and I understood my dream by him. Do you understand? All I knew is that I was, I was taken into Bible days. So just as a king couldn't understand, it took a prophet to come to interpret. It was the same way the Lord was calling me into the office of the prophet to be able to understand. Am I talking to someone here? Uh -huh. So this, this is an encounter that has been with me. How many times have you heard me share this? <laughs> How many of have ever heard me share this before? Let me show you another encounter. I was reading about Acts. I think you also had that encounter. And I entered where, where Paul was in the prison. Hello. If you don't study your word, you have some of these encounters. Because what you relate to, you become. I, I entered where Paul was in the prison. And I looked at him. And I said, so this is Paul. This is Paul. This is Paul. And I woke up. Do you know what happened? I started understanding the book of Romans. Prior to that, I didn't understand the book of Romans. What kind of Romans? What What is this? It is by grace. It is not by grace. It is by this. It is not by this. By the time you finish understanding one chapter, you enter. Confusion happens. You have to come back. From that day, everything became clear. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So this is an, these are encounters with the word. Hallelujah. So I decided to share this one in order to open the floor. Now please. Pastor PJ, will, will you share something with us? We should go on here. Okay. Please. Uh -huh. uh, yes, Cassie, tell us your encounter. Do you know something? I'd rather build a spiritual church. I'd rather do what? A church where the people acknowledge who the Holy Spirit is, who God is. So everybody has encounters. Whether the person has makeup on or not, has beautiful eyelashes or not. Praise the Lord. Encounters are divine. Encounters are heavenly. Praise the Lord. Please tell us. Okay. So on my birthday, 16th July, uh -huh. um, after the all night, <laughs> I was just reflecting on my life. Yes. And some parts be 
like a shimmy <laughs> like i was disappointed you know so i'm like dewe dewe and then i prayed slept and i had a dream okay and i had a scripture in the dream wow and when i woke up to read about uh, when i woke up to read the scripture yes. it was related to whatever you were going through i was going through so suddenly i became free i'm like i don't have to worry about it do you understand i encounter with the word so she had an encounter with who i said the word is a person if you see scripture if you see matthew 8:19 john 1:1 it is jesus i've taught on it before the word of god you remember i said the word of god is a person when you speak it you release the personality of the word to go to work praise the lord so anytime you see a verse a scripture in your dream you've had an encounter with the word hardly do people see scriptures in their dream oh. They can see cockroaches. But scriptures, because scriptures are divine. Pastor Debeka, what he has here? Next. Please tell us your name. Where are you coming from? Who is your father? Who is your mother? Don't worry, Flo. Okay, so what happened um, this dawn? I'm Emifra. <laughs> <laughs> what happened this dawn? So I woke up at dawn to pray okay. concerning the outreach for okay. the children's outreach yeah. then i went to sleep so i in my dream <laughs> i saw myself in a community look more like christian village <laughs> and i saw um, some of the children holding the tracks wow. and they were reading it so when i passed by one of them asked me a question about jesus <laughs> then i answered and the person was like how did i know this and I said, you have to have an encounter with the Lord for you to be able to understand whatever you are reading. So wow. I started walking alone. Then I realized my husband joined me. Okay. Then we said, that, let's worship. Let's worship um, Jesus. Let's worship him. So as we started worshiping, I saw Jesus. Wow. Then I started screaming. Then suddenly, the voice I used to sing changed. Mm. And it had a different um tune or every wow. the melody just changed Hallelujah. but i realized that the whole place was filled with the children wow. and they also started singing wow. and funny enough in the dream i started shouting this is an encounter this is an encounter this is an encounter <laughs> and i also saw pastor pj and the wife and the children so i'm even surprised to see them today <laughs> wow encounters encounters also they saw you coming today. <laughs> do you see what encounters will do? When I started teaching this, the Lord said, teach it well, no matter what. Teach it. Make sure they understand it. Do your part. He said, I will do what I have to do. He said, you don't worry. I'll sprinkle water on every heart who hears it. Praise the Lord. Encounters. <laughs> Prophecy. Tell us. Prophecy had an encounter. She stopped reading her Bible. Tell us. Tell us. The short version. When Pastor uh, when Pastor thought about encounters, I went home. 
So I told I I prayed that I, want, I wanted to have an encounter with God. Wait, she did what? Oh, oh, it be what message, no? <laughs> what a pa? But when you got home, no. <laughs> Pastor, he likes talking. Let him talk. Continue. That day, I came to also for mommy to teach me how to read the Bible. Wow. So when I went home in the evening, I read John. When I slept in the dream, I saw we were in church. And I was casting out demon from someone. Mm. Uh, and pastor, when 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 the service was over, pastor told me when I go home, I should not pray. I should just give praise to God. I should just worship the Lord. So in the dream, I was worshiping the Lord, and I woke up and I slept. When I woke up, I told myself I don't want to be also for my. So I stopped feeling bad. So. Listen, her dream or her, that encounter came with an understanding. She didn't need me to interpret the dream for her. She said, I don't want to be a sofa mommy. <laughs> See, I just wish that everyone will understand what I teach and practicalize what I teach. When your mind is too high for the things I teach, you may never ever have encounters. She said she went home, she prayed. Simple prayer. Simple prayer. Lord, give me an encounter. Finish. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Any other? Abel, tell us your encounter. Um, the day I had a dream and then I called you. Okay. About the dream. Okay. So that night I prayed and then after we prayed, when I was about to sleep, the place I am now, the landlord is married to three ladies. Okay. And then one is pregnant. So that night I slept and then I saw the pregnant woman in my dream. Then all of a sudden the landlord joined and the other woman also joined. So three against me. All of a sudden everybody was behind me and then it's like I won the whole thing. So when I woke up, I prayed. While I was praying, I had goosebumps, so I had to look through my window. Then I saw the woman's father behind my window that dawn. Wow. So when I got up, we are cool. She asked me, how is the boy? How am I doing? But since that day, she bounced her head before she greets me. So now... <laughs> the woman couldn't look at you again. She doesn't look at me anymore. Praise the Lord. Do you understand what is happening? Will the Lord leave the righteous in the dark? Uh, please help me. Will the Lord ever neglect the righteous in the dark? He's such a, such a good God. And I pray that everyone will have encounters. Everyone will have encounters. See, one of the things I know about encounters, nobody is too young to have an encounter. Um, my wife played a video of Travis Green some time ago, right? He fell from a four-story building and he walked back. There's is it an angel did something, something. I don't know, I don't remember the story, but I also watched a program. I think one of uh, a prophet who was who actually fell from in Germany, fell from the fifth floor, 
And then instead of him crashing to the floor and dying, he said, I saw this tall man. When I was falling, he held me in the air and then he brought me to the door. And the mother was looking because the door was locked. He fell through the window. The mother was shocked. She, the, <laughs> the window was open. Everything showed that the bed sheet and everything proved that the guy literally fell through the window. But Jesus, so encounters are normal for every human being. In fact, you were heavily being dwelling on the earth. Praise the Lord. I say you were heavily being dwelling on the earth. You are an ambassador. Ambassadors, we know that where they go to serve is not their natural place. They just go to serve because they must represent their nation. It's the same thing. So we as believers, heaven is our proper home. So when you take trips to heaven, it is normal. Now, I have not spoken of my encounter to heaven. I had two, two encounters to heaven. I'll talk about it later. Pastor PJ, this one, you have to bless us with an encounter. You have to please quickly, quickly, quickly. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, as we've studied our encounters, yeah, okay. As you said, the encounters with Christ, with the Holy Spirit, with yeah. angels, with men of God. Yeah. And sometimes you are not permitted to share all. Yes, it's true. Like you shared today. So I'll just share two that I have there. Wow. Oh, boom, same, boom, same, boom, same, boom, same. So. Hallelujah. Just, I think just a couple of months. Why? Wow. I, I had a vivid dream. Sometimes you dream and you're not sure whether yes, yeah. it, it happened. <laughs> yes. So I woke up and the Holy Spirit kept on telling me share with your wife oh okay so i just stood there and the exact dream i had he said oh i also encountered the same person and wow. that is what the person that's the posture the person took wow so we're given counsel to the person okay the same counsel that is the posture the person took okay and just like you were teaching the church that you see men of god mm -hmm. in your dreams the person goes back. The person comes back and says, okay, she had a dream. She was trying to fly outside the country. She gets to immigration and they say, your, your passport is with Pastor PJ. So come back for the passport. Or yet, dang. So no matter what, she, and in, in the physical, that is what happens. So in the same way, like MFR see me working here. Yeah. God has, we are just playing out what is in us. Let's learn to connect. Remarkable. You know what he said? He said, we are just playing out what God has already purposed. That's a remarkable statement. So it means that your encounters are things that God has already ordained for you. But some people will never hear about it, know about it because they do not desire it. Please continue. So the the second one out here happened almost a year. Okay. When we had the seven hour prayer marathon. Wow. So when I looked at the flyer, mm. the Lord just told me, uh, Prophet Ezekiel. Yeah, Prophet Ezekiel. Has a my sure man. word for me. Yes. The next phase of my ministry. Wow. So when he picked the mic, uh, after ministering to a few people, he told yeah. me what I had to do. Yes. 
gave me a few directions and I went for the waiting every instruction he had given me and God wow. spoke to me clearly wow what I should do take wow. steps and all that wow I see them manifesting as he said wow hallelujah oh you can clap now now you understand in order Pastor PJ at this point are you still in that place or if you used to be, would you say you are still there? Is God really... What is God's plan? Will he do it? Are, are you part of those people? <laughs> the first point about encounters, they bring purpose and direction. They bring purpose and direction. If you are unable to write Timothy, during the week, go and listen to the message and write it down. It's supposed to be part of your notes. I said, they bring purpose and direction. You cannot have an encounter with God and say, I don't know what to do. Ah, you don't know what to do? Encounters bring direction and purpose. You will know. The madam prophecy, she said, I don't want to be. So, without anybody telling her the meaning of the dream, the Holy Spirit had dropped the meaning to her now forever in her conscience she knows that in the heart of God he has called her to be also for mommy don't worry my wife didn't want to marry Sofu and be also for mommy me myself I didn't want to be Sofu the time I finally came to terms I said when I'm 40 today, this year I'll be turning 40 26 November look at me you are sitting here me I'm preaching already I said, I'll wait. <laughs> we did crusades here. I've been preaching at crusades for some time now. So listen, at the end of the day, if you don't have an encounter, you may never ever have direction for your life. I was steady. I think my encounters through the word are more than in prayer. One time I was studying the word. I was studying, studying. And I finished reading the Bible. So I decided to work some engineering maths. But you know where you can be doing something but your mind is on another. So I don't know how it happened that day but my mind was dual. So I was working the math but I was still thinking about the revelation I caught from the scripture. Then again like it happened the first time. Nanayal, look. I lifted up my head and I saw a TV in front of me. It was like a flat screen. Big one. And I saw myself walking towards the sun. The more I walked towards the sun, the more I saw that the sun became brighter and bigger and bigger. And I was wondering, what is this? Then I saw, I heard his voice. Turn and look. And I saw a multitude of people behind me. And they were all looking nice. Me, myself, my suit was nice. Don't, listen, when you see that pastor is dressing good, don't be angry. This pastor has been using our money to buy things. No, I don't buy. This one, it came from you. Some of you gave it to me. This thing, it came from prophet, prophet, my friend, prophet Michael. This one, I was there and the lady said, the Lord told me to give it to you. So she measured me and did it for me. Hello? Hello? <laughs> 
the Lord will take care of you. Listen to what I'm saying. I said purpose and direction comes through encounters. You will notice that the things that you used to fight over and struggle for, no, purpose will come. You will not, you will not rush. You, you will follow sequence. Hallelujah. I'd like to talk about Abraham quickly. Now, Abraham, Abraham had an encounter with God. Genesis 12 from verse 1 to verse 4. Abraham had an encounter with God. We move from there. We talk about Jacob. Jacob had an encounter with God. From there, we talk about Paul. Paul had an encounter with God. Hallelujah. You must understand, encounters bring direction and purpose. Abraham didn't know what to do. God appeared to him and said, Abraham, get out of your father's house to a land that I will show you. God spoke to him in a dream. So understand, encounters bring direction. Paul took letters going around, killing the church in Acts chapter 9 from verse 1 to verse 6. And when he was going, 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 the light of the Lord struck him, which is Jesus, struck him on the way. He said, go to a city, I will show you. A man named so, so, and so. And the Lord, whilst the Lord was speaking to Paul, and Paul was answering back, the Lord was speaking to Ananias. Ananias was answering back. And I told you, it's a deep level of the prophetic. A few times will you have the encounter and be able to speak back when God speaks to you? A few times. But this one, God was speaking to him. He was speaking back. Now, understand, it is encounters that bring direction and purpose. Paul was killing people, destroying the church. But the day he encountered Jesus, he said, Lord, who are you? The Lord said, why do you persecute me? He didn't know that the church was, that is why a lot of people don't know. Everyone sitting here, you are in Christ. And so you are in the body of Christ. Therefore, the Lord himself will ensure that in everything you do, you will see victory. Hallelujah. I didn't hear, I didn't hear an amen from that. Listen, our encounters will outline your call and your purpose. You cannot miss it. I mean, if you are called to walk in the apostolic anointing and operate in the teaching gift and operate in the prophetic gift you you can't miss it you will walk in it listen everyone desire an encounter lift up your hand with me say in the name of jesus say oh lord give me an encounter an encounter that will bring direction and purpose to my life in the name of jesus encounters give you directions Sometime ago we prayed and your husband I, even on, I think all night I, I mentioned it again. You cannot tell God to give you an encounter and you will remain the same. Hey, when the Lord appears to you you will not miss it again. Hallelujah. I remember okay it will be long so I will say there was a lady who was supposed to do a certain kind of business but she was in another and she was praying Lord help me help me help my business and she said she saw me in her dream and, and, and I told her stop doing this do this now she was operating two businesses but she deemed one high than the other apparently the one she deems low was the main business God wanted to use to bless her so she stopped doing this and started doing that one all of a sudden, she became rich. All of a sudden. I'm talking about six months. All of a sudden, six months, she's counting money she's never counted in ever in her life. Do you know what I'm saying? So please, encounters bring direction. They outline your purpose. You cannot miss it. Encounters take us from the wrong direction to the right ones. 
encounters bring us into something greater than ourselves. Hello. Look at me. How many of us want to be rich? Uh-huh. Joshua, I know you've lifted your hand. Just that you are playing. Uh-huh. Do you understand? The way you want to be rich, God wants you to be richer than you can imagine. So when God tells you to do B, do C, and do Q, don't think that God wants to limit your life. He actually wants to bring proper and accurate upgrade to your life. Do you get it? So, following God is more beneficial than following your own desires, feelings, ambitions, and wants. Are you, are you here with me? Listen. There are times where God deliberately brings encounters to assure and to reassure. So deliberately, he, re, he, re, he reiterates everything he had said before. He revisits what he said before. And sometimes he gives you a deeper level of encounter to what he has given you before. So that you will not lose hope along the way. Praise the Lord. So that is why the Lord will keep on giving you encounters. When the Lord does one miracle, it is not for you to say, hey, thank you Lord, I've received one miracle. That is all. No. Your miracles are supposed to propel many more miracles. Hallelujah. Point number two. Encounters improve the quality of lives we live. But encounters revibrate, recalibrate. <laughs> re-energize the brain cells. It begins to work. Am I talking to somebody in the house? So, encounters brings some things that will never have been in your life. I didn't know that I'll truly walk in the prophetic until I had that dream. Now, I am for encounters. Let me show you. If there is a man of God I have listened to, three, four, five times. Except I reject the man of God in my heart. But once I listen to him, and there's a way to do it, you can tap any good anointing in this world. As I'm sitting here, I'm a conglomerate of anointings. And what I mean is this, I may, you may see me as the way I am, but I believe that if not for what I have been able to chalk in the realms of the spirit, by the encounters I've had through men of God, I couldn't have been sitting here by now. Some few years ago, the Lord wanted to lift me into the deeper dimension of the prophetic because I used to prophesy, I used to hear, I used to see, but I used to see just symbols, symbols, symbols. And then I saw a man of God in my dream. And then I saw him doing a program with another man of God. And then I said, ah, Lord, what does he mean? He said, wait, I will show you. Then I was passing, I was driving, then I saw the billboard. The man of God I saw in my dream, 
is, is hosting the man of the other man of God who is supposed to anoint me. I say, hey, this program I must be there. I, I, I did there before they start the program. Do you understand? Understand direction has come. I said it improves your life. Encounters they will improve your life. Then I went there the first day. The man looked at me. He didn't say anything. I said, you don't know. Me, I'm waiting. I am waiting. I am waiting. You don't know. I am not here by mistake. Oh. I came here by purpose. I, and me too, one of the things. When I go for programs, I don't stand in front. I like the back. It's when I started working with daddy. That, whether I let you sit in front. Then there was something happened. I was at the back. Then the man of God said, there is a man, stand, a young man standing at the back there. You are wearing so-so and so. He called me out. Then he said, you were a pastor? I said, yes. He said, you are going to be a prophet. He doesn't know me. He said, you are going to be a prophet. He said, you will travel the nations of the world. I remember his words exactly. They can't live my life. They can't live my life. He said, you will heal the sick. He said, you will preach the gospel to the ends of the world. He said, go and liberate the people of God through word of knowledge, word of wisdom and prophecy. He said, descending of spirit. He said, the prophetic has been opened to you and the whole world has been opened to you. Go and begin to touch lives. When he said those words, guess what? I said, amen. He laid hands on me. I fell under the anointing. Some of you don't like falling. Even your pastor falls. Think that I'm hard and can't be. Now. So, after that encounter with the man of God, now it is a physical, understand? I've gone to meet him face to face. He laid hands on me. The following week, I come to service. I'm leading Friday. That, that time we do Friday prophetic service. And then, now I am not seeing symbols that I have to now ask the Holy Spirit. I've seen this. What does it mean? No, I'm in the place. Now I, I begin to see people's date of birth. I begin to see the month they were born. I begin to experience what they experience. Now it looks like, like it flows. I'm, I don't see pictures anymore. I see screens. I see motions. Do you understand? Now I've, I visit places whilst I'm here. Then I notice that there's a dimension to this. So encounters improve your quality of life. When you have an encounter with Jesus... Oh, poverty will run because you will see the riches of all riches. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now I'm talking about Philip here. Philip had an encounter. Paul had an encounter. Look at the miracles he did. He, he, you could see the quality of life that he was living. It improved. Hallelujah. In Acts chapter 8 from verse 5 to verse 8. Acts 8 from verse 5 to verse 8. So, encounters brings liber liberty. It liberates people. That's why every man must desire an encounter. When you have encounters, you are the one who can help others. Because the quality of life you live. You cannot tell me that you've seen Jesus and you are still poor. Hello? Listen to me. The day you meet the person of the word of God... A lot of us, the reason why we don't like read the Bible is because we don't think that the personality of the word is real. How many of us have read the Bible so much and you enjoy the Bible in your heart? Sincerely. I'm counting you. Do you understand what is happening? 
If you've never seen the word of God come alive, you have to start reading your Bible. Because to read your Bible is to encounter God in written form. To read your Bible is to encounter. So the Bible is an encounter with God first and foremost. So if you don't read your Bible, you remain where you are. And don't, don't forget, I drew, I drew the analogy between my wife and Pastor PJ. My wife knows I love her so much. She doesn't ask me money by saying please. She said, I want this. She knows that I will give once I have it. And she knows what I can do. So she always asks what I can do. I don't know a wife who knows that the man cannot afford the plane. They go and say, buy me the airport. Where will you pack the plane? She knows my, my level. So she acts within that range. And when she's demanding, she knows. The reason why God will allow certain demands from certain people and will not give, he will not even care. Because don't forget, God is not raising weak believers. Can I say something today? There is a pain in the church caused by certain ideas. And it comes from people who make you think that God is one-sided. And I'm happy. I teach you on grace a lot. But I'm here to teach you on the kingdom. I'm here to really teach you on the kingdom. Some time ago, I spoke about priesthood. I spoke about sonship. And I spoke about the kingdom. You remember? Now, Pastor T came last time and he touched on the kingdom. He said, if you don't understand the gospel of grace, you can never enter the qualities of the kingdom. Because you must be saved by grace in order to function in the kingdom. But a lot of people stay in grace. And grace is one of the fundamental teachings of the gospel. It is not the top. Don't make it the top. It is not the top. Listen to me. I'm your pastor. I love you. I will never deceive you. Please listen to me. To be forgiven is the low, it's, it's like entry point. To be forgiven is the entry point. To be sanctified is the entry point. To be called and set apart, to be made holy for God is the entry point. Now that you have been sanctified, you've been made holy, you must be brought into sonship. What is sonship? Where you carry the burdens of God because you were son of God. What does it mean? What God feels, you feel. What burdens God burdens you? If you ever hear the gospel and they tell you, listen to me, I'll make this statement again because it's not every leader who is here and everyone who is here, but I'll make it again. Anytime you hear the gospel and the gospel is putting a burden on you that you must do something for the kingdom, you are not operating under law. You are actually, you have actually entered sonship. Sons, they take responsibility of the goods of their fathers. Am I talking to somebody here? Why do you think he committed salvation, winning of souls into the hands of the church? Because the church is an extension of his son. We are the means by which he draws men into himself. So if his son says that I will not work, the farm will grow with weeds. Am I talking to you? So don't remain at grace, grace, grace. We are grace army church. I know we teach it a lot. But it is not the finality of the gospel. And this is where I have the problem. Please, maybe you may not know, but Mr. Mabot Doctor Itinib. There is nothing in the Bible called the gospel of grace. This is the mistake. There's nothing in the Bible called the gospel of what? 
Listen, grace is in the gospel. It cannot be the gospel. Because faith is the gospel. Righteousness is the gospel. Justification is the gospel. Salvation is the gospel. Grace itself is the gospel. So when you call it the gospel of grace, what happens to faith? Talk to me. Maybe you don't know, but in my doctoral class, I did doctrine alone for six months. Doctrine. 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 That is why I am in Pesia called doctrine. Casa Casa. Yem Wini Souls. Ebebuaye. Is he any day? Yes. Do you understand? Do you understand what I'm saying? So listen to me carefully. The Lord has put a demand on your life. The demand is this He's calling you into sonship. Why do you think it's not every believer who can walk on any part of the street and raise any dead person or heal any sick person? But if you look at it, the Lord has committed it to certain people to do those things for him. Why? Is it because he shut the door to the rest of us? No. But some people are ready to enter encounters with God. So they have healing encounters. They have the miraculous encounters. They have power encounters. So the Lord says that because you've loved me enough and you've seen the responsibility in my core and in my word and in, and in me, I'm going to give you this gift. I'm going to give you this ability to do this. Please. Pastor Chris held healing streams since Thursday. Say, and, and I watched it. Hallelujah. Oh, Benihin met him and said, I have never seen a man heal like this. He doesn't sing, he doesn't need atmosphere. For you are glorious and worthy. No, no, no. Benihin's worker was sick of cancer. He went and said, Get out. He held the woman's hand, get up. Benihin. Or I said, listen, when the Lord calls you into sonship, don't remain in that low place thinking that that is where God wants you to be. No. Sons bear the burdens of the father. If you, if you have a 40, 30 year old son who does not bear your burdens with you and understand what you have built, listen, what will son canon? It's a Latin word. We get the word sanquas. Hallelujah. I don't know why I branched it, but I think I've done justice. Any? Yes, any. Hallelujah. I said, encounters improve the quality of life that we live. The third thing, encounters make material things lose value in your sight. Please, I want us to be sincere. Today, tell me this truth today. Today, they tell me. How many of you have skipped church before because you didn't want to repeat what you wore last week? Show me your hand. One, two, three, uh -huh. four. Uh -huh. <laughs> Do you know that God doesn't care? He, does, he actually doesn't care what you wear. He actually doesn't care that you wore it last week. Listen, my wife wore. Please let rise up. Let me see you. Please rise up. Please rise up. You are looking beautiful. Do you know? It's a good example. 
This was the style of dress my wife had. Now please, you can sit. God bless you. Let me explain something to you. You see the style you were wearing. My wife had the same thing. It is good, but it became bad because it was pink. You can't miss it when we are coming to church. And you couldn't miss me because you know that I'll be wearing a gray trousers, a sea blue long sleeve shirt, and a black tie, and a plims. You couldn't have missed me. I'm talking about, we, and we went to church three times a week. And when we have a week-long program, it continued. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I've won this one too much. You've not won it yet. Kobe, you've not won it yet. I said, you couldn't have missed me. You see, the thing was so on point. I prayed that that trousers shouldn't go bad. Because you know where you can wear gray trousers and the, the hair every day. What I'm telling you is this. What you wear should not stop you from entering your father's presence. There is a blessing laid for you in the presence of the Lord. Let nobody stop you. Enter your, the, your, your, the presence of your father always with full assurance that I've come to be improved. I've come to be built up. I've come to be added upon. That is the truth with God. So the Lord is actually looking at your heart and sometimes the Lord can deliberately make you wear one cloth for a long time. Do you know what he's looking at? He's looking at the heart. He can give you any... Please. I didn't know that the Lord will bring me to this place. And I wouldn't have worried about some of the shirts. Hello. I just have to be sincere and plain with you. Do you understand? Enter God. Encounters will bring you things that you don't even... Listen, it will drop the value of things before you. What? A house, a car. Listen, let me tell you, let me tell you why I know my house will be beautiful. Because I worked on some of the most beautiful houses in Ghana. I worked in Trasaco. You can't tell me, you can't copy what you see that is nice. When we started using those code doors, where you can only code and open into a person's house by one way, and you cannot use that same way to come. Where I was doing it then, then. You can't tell me I'll build my house and I'll put some there. Who wawaka? understand what I mean. I said the best of this world are reserved for those who have encounters with God. The things of this world, they lose value. People will kill people, kill, do this backbite, malice, and all. Listen, when you have an encounter with God, you know that material things are truly material. 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 A lot of young girls want to use 13. Maybe some oh they yet yet their business now they transact it. Instagram Snap and face casumbo and no and no and no and no and no 
the Lord will provide. So look, they are fooling things that bring pressure on themselves. They don't want to put pressure on God. But they don't know that God does not move by pressure. You are the same person going through that pressure. You've brought deadline to your life. I have to post. I have to post. I need new clothes to go and post. Go and post. Go and post. Eh, you want to post? Post. Post. He too is sitting there observing. You want to post. So go and post. Because at the end of the day, he's looking at the heart because he wants to know, do you value material things more than him? I said, when you have an encounter with God, if there is nothing in this world that will bring you to the place of envy. Do you understand? A lot of people are not content because they don't know the God they serve. They don't know. I still remember up to today, the day I said, Lord, I will preach. If I die, let me die. If my children go hungry, let them go hungry. But let it be said, I died of hunger preaching the gospel for you. That was the day. The Lord started providing supernaturally. I noticed that I didn't have to carry my burdens anymore. Because I, apparently that is what he meant. To cast all your cares upon him. Sister, brother, the time has come to have an encounter with God. When you do, there will be no problem that is actually a problem. It, it will be fleeting. It is actually passing. It is actually passing. It is actually passing. Hallelujah. So that you won't say I didn't give a scripture. Please, James. Let's say James. First John chapter 2 from verse 15 to 17. When you have encounters, the flesh will never rule over you. There are seven in all. I'll be able to talk about three. So it means I have to continue the message. Encounters. They are massive things. Encounters. And, and all these things, they are the things I saw happen to me. I saw them. I mean, there are certain excitements the Lord will take out of you. The things that excite you. One of the things I couldn't stop doing, which my wife knows, and I told her I would do, is to play snooker and pool. So you guys, you think you share past me. Aha. Yes. She used to, we'll go together, she'll sit down and I'll be, I'm a seller. I'm a snooker, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one thing I'm When I saw a snooker table for 45,000 Ghana, I said, Why? My friend, it's not a cow, it's wood. <laughs> I said, We'll get it, we'll get it one day. But understand, there were things that held, gave me some form of excitement the day I had an encounter with God. I can actually forgo anything because now I know the thing that drives my life. It's no more thing. Please, we are here. We're all here already. Let me just be honest with you. The things you worry about today, in two years, you find out that you worried for nothing. 
Hallelujah. Lord, I want to marry. I want to marry. The weather is cold. You, you will start running. You will start running. See, the, hey, the weather is cold. No, 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 no. I'm tired. You see, you yourself, you say, I'm tired. I'm telling the truth. Take your time. The one who called you, the one who knows you by name, the one who knows the number of hair on your head, the one, that man, I'm talking, it's not your father. Your father doesn't know. You yourself, you don't know. That man, that man, listen, he will grant every heart desire. No one goes without him touching the person. No one. Church, please understand me. Hallelujah. It's left with 10 minutes. I feel like let me stop here. Please, I'll give you the opportunity to ask questions. If you... put your back for home. It was just to get to him. Don't worry. If you have any question, you can ask. I don't want to ask the question. Yes. Can you have an encounter anytime you like? That was your question too. I'm happy this question is asked. Add, add, add it, add it. And can you get the exact encounter you want? Wow. I like that. Can you have an encounter? And can you have the exact encounter you want that you want to have? <laughs> all the answers to all of them is yes. Listen, there are times where we do things that propel encounters that we don't know. It only happens and the Holy Spirit will remind, oh, because of this, you, you, you were brought into the realm of having this encounter. Like for example, you cannot pray for three hours for every day, for 21 days without an encounter. Hello. Now we are coming to the practicality of it. You cannot pray for 21 days. Three hours for 21 days. You don't know Saturday. You don't know Sunday. Every day is equal. You have to pray three hours. And you are engulfed. You are focused on him. You are not asking for anything. No, 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 no. It's not like you are praying concerning your shoe, your house, your marriage or anything. No. You are just focused on God. And you are just speaking in tongues for three hours. You will have an encounter. And most of the time, those encounters are directional and purposeful encounters. The encounters that will tell you what you must do in this life, number one, number two, and how you must do it. That lady's dream <laughs> is, is a classic example. The reason is because she saw herself casting out a demon. And then she said, I don't want to be suffer, mommy. What does it mean? She has been called. One of her, one of her, the things that God is to have rulership. Every demon that is anybody, if once she matures as a believer, there is no demon that she cannot cast out. Do you understand? And and if you look at her nature, if you look at this girl, her nature, she's feisty. She went to school. The first one month, the whole school knew her. 
I said, hey, Radi. That is her nature. Sometimes you don't know where God makes people a certain way. You can see a man of God, he's quiet. There's, there's a quality in him. That is the quietness, you know. The Lord wants to use it for a purpose. You see another man of God, you do, hey, hey, hey. please allow. You don't make men. You don't make men. There's a, the Lord. So, I mean, I'm a parent. I look at my children and none of them are the same. You yourself, you know that you and your brothers, your sister, you are not the same. Your, your, the things you like, they don't like. The things they like, you don't like. So you can have encounters when you want them, number one. Number two, you can have exact encounters. Like for example, one prayer that every person has prayed before. Holy Spirit, reveal yourself to me. If baptism of the Holy Spirit is real and you want me to have it, reveal yourself to me. How many of us didn't pray that prayer before? <laughs> Almost everyone. Everyone has prayed that prayer. And when you pray that prayer, it shall come to pass. Why? Because it's a basic encounter that God wants to give to everybody. Now, that being said, if you want to jump into higher realms, for example, I had a man of God teach that he goes to heaven easily. He, on, he doesn't wait for them to schedule a meeting. God is not saying, come and... No, no, no. He goes when he wants to go. A question? Yes. So please wait, wait. So encounters are deliberate. You can deliberately pray for encounters or you can deliberately wish or ask for encounters and they shall come to pass. I have done that, not once, not twice and I've seen them. You get it? Huh. Please now go. Please uh, turn it on. Please consider a deja vu uh -huh. as an, an, an like encounter. A deja vu. Yeah. Like, like an encounter. Yeah. No, encounters are vivid. Encounters, you cannot, you cannot, well, you may have an, you cannot have an encounter and not know. Man of God, you cannot have an encounter and not know. So it cannot be something that seems like it is. And then it's, oh, have me, it looks like it. No. <laughs> when you have it, you know you've had it. Encounters are sure and vivid. They are real. Please, you understand? You know, sometimes you can have a deja vu. It looks like, hey, I saw this somewhere or I've been here before or something. Or this scenario is playing. No. And yes, an encounter. Encounters are by a real. A real. You will hold them and touch it. Hey, this thing happened. Hallelujah. Please, pass the microphone. Please, Pastor PJ wants to add quickly. No, wait. Let Pastor PJ add then. We can continue. Okay, just to add up to her question. Yes. So they are they are organs of our perceptions. Mm -hmm. So just like you train your eyes, you train your ears. In the same way, in the realm of the spirit, they are organs for perception. If your soul is trained more, so if you study scripture, you see that every Ezemo or every every person who is a fetish priest. Yes was once revealed to the prophetic in a way. So you see, you read of Balaam. So the deja vu is a lower plane. If your spirit is strengthened enough, something was being passed to you, but because your, your organ hasn't been exercised, you might be a victim of it, but it's not vivid. So I wouldn't discount it, okay. but it's a realm. That is why false prophets can tell you things 
that are true, but it's not the truth. So he says that Paul, the the woman that they made money from, divination. Yeah, the divination. Was it was a realm of perception. He says that these are the servants of God. One, it was true. But then, she was saying it so that it would persecute them. Yes. So, you see, Paul, when she did the consistency, now Paul had an unrest and he rebuked the spirits. So, as we are learning about encounters, one thing you must do is that learn to exercise it. And one is by reading the word. More prayer. More prayer. So you'd see that even he as a prophet, I'm sure he would confirm. Or you used to see certain things. It hasn't changed, but now you perceive them and you know. Because as a child, when you want to wee-wee, you wee-wee on the bed. But as you grow and you begin to exercise yourself, you get to know this is the time I have to wake up and go to the washroom. So that is, you are settling for less. Deja vu, you are settling for less. And you can go into other realms. They are also demonic encounters. And we all do them. We spin the Bible. Those by this. And it works. Those are lower forms. Laban encountered it. There are a lot of scriptures. It says that I've learned by divination that God has blessed you. This is Laban, an evil man. So it was a lower plane. So if you don't get to study this, you chance into occultic books. And you see that, hey, the more can foul. Then you start reading that. But there's a higher realm of life for you, which is what your pastor is teaching you. God bless you. Hallelujah. So, so you get it. You get it. Uh-huh. So when you read and you pray, you cannot encounter anything other than what is in scripture or who the person in scripture. And that's what Pastor T is emphasizing here. So please, deja vu. Okay. Hey, Pastor PJ, sorry. We be, we've been talking, I've been talking to him a lot, so so you 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 understand that your person channel don't settle for those things. Don't do that one. Move out of the deja vu, move out of that level and enter the real place. Where you use ah, this one I'm sure. Uh-huh. Please flow. Please, my question is mm-hmm. if you can get the exact encounter you desire. Yes. And at a time that you want. Yes. Then how different is an encounter from a fleece? From a fleece? Yes. Okay, so a fleece are based on maybe, maybe. But encounters are with a personality. That's why I said there are four, five channels of encounters. God himself, the word, the Holy Spirit, the Lord using your pastor or your man of God or a man of God or angels. Now, fleece are, for example, Lord, uh, if, if, like a guy said something, and I'm going to say it, I like this girl. If she's the one, let her wear the same dress she wore, she wore this Sunday, next week Sunday. And then, when the next week Sunday came, the girl wore the same dress. And the girl married another person. Do you get it? No, no. That's not how to walk with God. Deliberately go in prayer. Deliberately get a scripture. Base your prayer. Base your prayer on the scripture and pray. And know that you are supposed to meet a person.
personality or a personality who knows all things is supposed to reveal and show something to you and by that have that sure evidence of that encounter a fleece is always maybe maybe but encounters are sure i said they are sure and reassure you get it so i can't like a church nobody can run a church based on fleece I mean, people come here and nobody knows them. You don't know them. I don't know them. And I begin to prophesy things about them and, and they are shocked. They are, it is not fleece. I can't look at the size of your nose to tell you. It won't work. I remember a man of God said to me, he looked at the lady and said, when I look at you, you are about 30. Now, mommy, no, who's Say, mommy, we did 52. Did you get it? Aha, uh -huh. it is so. Please, you. And the man of God said, uh, uh, wait, ow. I was saying, 30. Mom said, there be maybe 52. I was saying, but maybe 52. Aye! And I said, if this is how to prophesy, you will goof a million and a billion times. Because God, I mean, somebody can walk in. Somebody like Kweku, Kweku, look at Kweku's face. If he's, hung, if he's hungry, this is how he looks. If he's full, this is how he looks. And now you know that thing about your husband. He's, he's one. And you want to prophesy to Kweku. And you want to use his looks. <laughs> he may be very angry, but you think that the guy is actually pleased. Yes. So that's how it is. So you cannot use that means. I say encounters are sure. You can't meet God and miss it. Ah. Kweku, flow. I've answered you. My answer on home. Ah, okay, okay. A fleece is something you say, if it is this, let it be this. You're like Gideon. Lord, uh, I'm going to put the wool here. And he, he did it with God twice. Can you imagine? Please, let the whole outside of the wool be wet. But let the, the, the wool, the cotton wool be dry. The next time he say, let the cotton wool be wet. Let everywhere be dry. And go to a man of fortune. Oh, Adagio. Me may slap you. That is the proof. <laughs> a slap will be the proof. <laughs> Hallelujah. So encounters are good. Flo. Okay, um, so this is sort of like a clarity to you praying and um, you having an encounter when you desire. <laughs> So, I want to ask, mm. why do you sometimes have to pray you consistently? I don't know for how long, for a period of time. Yes. Desiring an encounter and it doesn't come during that time. If we can have an encounter we desire in our time, when mm -hmm. we want, where we want. Yes. Then why then do sometimes the table turn the other way around? Okay. And also, um, how... Do you, for instance, I had an issue and I spoke to someone and she said, pray about it. The Lord will tell you, pray about it. I prayed, 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 prayed. So I fasted, fasted, fasted. I didn't get the encounter during that period. It mm -hmm. was, was it wasn't in my time when I desired, when I wanted to see it. So in that situation, how, how long, do you, yes, do you, do you go through that? There period? are things that can stop an encounter. Number one, anxiety. Listen, encounters come through faith. 
encounters come through. Now, the reason I'm saying this, he that comes to God must believe that he is and he is a rewarder of them that seek him. <laughs> you cannot see God and not, and not know that you are seeking him. Listen, encounters are sure. The reason why I say encounters are sure. For example, what you were saying, did you finally get the answer? Later, at that time your heart was resting. You noticed that you were not worried anymore. <laughs> because anxiety is like a wave, a waver of faith. It does not allow your faith to be solid. I mean, if God says he will do it, I've prayed. I'm waiting on God. Finish. If God says, I will hear from him. He was, Because, for example, if you need a direction to go left or to go right, until God speaks, you cannot move. Because what the Lord said to me is this. He said, in your ministry work, I will whisper things to you. Sometimes. Sometimes, I'll, or most of the time, I'll lead you from your heart. When I begin to lead you from your heart, do them. Hey. But when the time comes and I want you to change, uh, you cannot miss it. You cannot miss it. I'll make sure you get it. That's why I always say, when you work with God sincerely, don't worry about missing the mark. He will ensure that you don't miss it. Rather, ensure that you are connected to him. So, when it comes to uh, having encounters, for example, like I said, you want to know the mind of God concerning something. Just be at it. Don't be worried. Be relaxed. Your God is truthful. Your God is sure. Just have that patience. Take your time and follow him. Follow him. Keep praying. Don't stop. And, and the next thing I'll say is this. Most of the time, we pray for people who don't have the encounters they pray for is because their hearts are not ready for the encounters. Some people will say, Jesus, show me your face. Jesus, show me your face. Jesus, I want to see you. Jesus, I want to see you. Eh? Can you stand when you see him? Can you stand when you see him? So you may desire that, but that you are not ready. So me, I will say, at every level, the Lord knows how to progress your encounters. But he will surely come through. Have I answered you? Add. Okay. With that one too, the sovereignty of God plays out. Yeah, of, in course, a way. of yes. course, of course. Because you can desire, for instance, when I had, I, we watched the video of Jesse Duplantis, yeah. went to heaven for five hours. So I desired it. Yes. I have been praying that the Lord should take me to heaven just the same way. I'm still here. I haven't gone. Yes. But I know that you will answer that prayer. Mm. You see, but it is his sovereignty. Why hasn't he taken me yet? I don't know. But in his wisdom, he knows when he will grant that one. Yes. So you might not know. For you know, if he gives you that encounter, you don't know what will happen. Yes. He might something. You, you wouldn't know. So when it comes to encounters, you can pray. But the sovereignty of God also plays out yeah. in it. Uh -huh. Okay. By the way, did I answer the first question? Thank you. Yes. Yes, yeah, so um, anxiety and desire. Yes. So, for instance, we come to like the midweek service, yes. and then you say, 
um, would have an encounter. Yes. Then we pray for an encounter. Yes. Like we are going you to are, do today. Yes. You are desirous. <laughs> Yeah. So how do you separate that from um, being anxiety? Anxious, like okay. you want it. Most of the time, anxiety comes in when something is time bound. Because when when you have you yourself, you know, like a, a student who gets into university the first year, oh, it be four years we go finish. It be chilling time, and <laughs> you do the same. <laughs> but depending on the course you are reading, to you notice that you enter war from day one. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. so when something is not time bound most of the time we are relaxed we are cool about it but once time begins to get close get close no now i am shishiaba and that is where anxiety plays out and don't forget hmm, i always say god will not bend the rules for you he will not bend the bridges for you because he wants every other person to cross by that same bridge this is what i'm trying to say if the Lord desires for you to have confidence in him and seek him, that is what he will make sure you will do. So you cannot rush God into doing things. He will do it by... Look, people have worked with God and from the onset it was difficult. But you find out that as time went on, they became comfortable with God. So they keep on having encounters. And encounters are ways... When it got to a place, I didn't have to have an encounter to know that my God was with me anymore. Me, I had encounters for fun. Can I tell you? I deliberately prayed from 12 to 3 a.m. So that I sleep from 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. I enjoyed not sleeping, but being asleep. Do you get the difference? So it was like this. When I finished praying from 12 midnight to 3 a.m. and I sleep, I am not asleep. I can actually shut my eyes and I'm in this person's house. I'm in that person's house. I'm in that person's house. So I'll keep traveling. I'll be traveling for like one hour to two hours. Then I'll finally sleep. So when I pray for you, I, I see that I come to your house. Some of you, sometimes I tell you, uh, so, so, and so, I was there. You don't know. That is how I do it. So for me, it became fun. It didn't become a demand anymore. I don't know if you understand what I mean. It became fun. So the anxiety, the pressure to make things happen was not there. It always happened. <laughs> I don't know if I, I... I don't know if it is a realm I'm supposed to talk about or if you are ready to understand me. But you can actually get there where you can deliberately enter the realms of God, seeing things, enjoying what you see. Yes. So I have advanced knowledge of things. Sometimes I can call somebody on an issue. The person will think, ah, but this thing it has not happened. But before they notice, they actually, it, they actually they'll start working in it. Because the Lord gives me advanced knowledge. That, this, that is what encounters will do. Man of God, you want to add anything? Please. It will come back. Questions are important. If you have questions, ask. Yo. It's a good question she asked. I think we looked at her question in the context of Maybe securing the will of God for our lives, uh -huh. personal. But the reality of life is that some things are time-bound. And I'm not contradicting, Pastor. 100%. Daniel 2, verse 16. That's what the Holy Spirit gave me us. So Daniel went in and asked the king to give him time. Yeah. That he might tell the king 
the interpretation of the truth. Yeah. <laughs> but you see, this is a man who has worked with God for long. Yeah. So he understood certain protocols and went in for a deadline. <laughs> but this deadline was not self-seeking. Mm. So when you saw a person who into one man, I made deadline. <laughs> but this was God's people, an entire nation yeah. that was chosen by God. Israel had come into bondage. And the king, God has caused the king to dream a dream. And he's saying that if you don't tell me the interpretation, first of all, tell me the dream. This is just one example. But you see what happened with protocol. If you go on, he said that Daniel went to his house. Although he went to ask for a deadline, he called the three Hebrew companions. And this is where corporate authors can do certain things. Okay. Your privacy cannot do. 100%. As much as you want to pray, there are some issues. That is why he's taught you the protocols of encounter. You encounter God. You encounter the man of God. You also encounter your brethren. So that is when you call people that, I'm praying about this. So let me be realistic. Maybe there are two people you are dating. They've given you a deadline. (laughs) Either I'm traveling outside of the country, I need to know the next phase of my life. And you're also praying. The ladies, you know what I'm talking about. There can be two people who look like they are good suitors and you are praying about it. You can call people to join you in prayer. Yeah. And although all of them prayed, only Daniel saw the vision. Mm. But because they were in agreement, he gave thanks to God and they went to tell the king that. So these people were praying. Another one is... Esther. Mm. So I'm giving you biblical examples. Esther, they had to... The king wanted to kill again is what? A national matter. A whole nation. So please take it in the context of what I'm saying. So don't say because of this you are justified to give a deadline. A national matter. (laughs) A national matter. (laughs) So there there was a decree to kill what? All the Jews. Yes. So Esther went in. Mm. This was a fast without water nor yeah. food. And in three days, did Esther see a vision? No. She did not see a vision. No. But she knew that, you see, there are protocols of God you can go through. Mm. And when you finish, you do the right thing. Yes. It's God's will that you do evangelism. Don't say, want to encounter God before we do evangelism at Christian Village. <laughs> because it's word I've spoken. So after, she had to do it by dialogue. She went into the presence of the king. And mm. you see like a small thing. But that mean, meant life and death. Yes. But she still went in. 100%. And the tables overturned. So it's not every time that you have that. But you have to know what he's talking about. Rest. And you get to know that God is not the man who lies. And know that he's sovereign. Whatever he will do mm. in the long run. Jeremiah 29, it will turn for your prosperous end. And that is what they did. That is what the three Hebrew boys did. They said that we will not bow. And even if it does not come to our rescue, we will still not do it. Hallelujah. And he came to their rescue. 100%. And we have to come to that place as Christians. If we endure shame for the truth, Mm. we will still do it. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. No. Yes. So, so if I just want to be sure that I'm getting this whole encounter thing properly. Yes. Um, 
like miracles yes and answered prayers yes are not is it the same as encounters encounters because assuming i'm hungry and i don't have food and i say god please i want food and i'm just walking someone just comes is that are those the encounters or um you have a knee pain and they pray and then, and then it goes, it goes that's a miracle okay. I, 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 do, like I, like, miracles, I like your question I like encounters and pray, answered prayers okay so f- i remember when we started i said that we have encounters in so many ways with god some are heightened some are mild some are cool some are subtle some are they happen and we are not even aware now definitely when the lord provides your needs is an encounter However, it is not something you talk about because every day he provides anyway. You get it. But now I'm talking about where this one is heightened because there is something at stake. Most of the time, the will of God is at stake. I mean, for example, the Lord gave me first an encounter when I didn't know what an encounter was and I didn't know what it was for. He spoke to me about preaching when I didn't know that I'll be a preacher. So you see that his will now comes first. And that's what he was saying. That because a nation was at stake, and he gave two beautiful examples, we cannot say it must be done in a private way, that same way. However, I'm saying that when you pray, the Lord will surely give you an encounter. Like my wife said, I told her that I have been to heaven twice. I know how it is. So she should use my experience, you know, to be here. She said, no, no, don't say that. I'm experiencing it for myself. As a husband, I'm just joking with it. But you see, in the sovereignty of God, for example, the reason why God will never give the revelation of faith to any other man on the earth is because it has been taught through a man, Kenneth Hagin. And many more breeds have come out of him. Where he missed it, they have fine-tuned it. Where he did not really emphasize other people have done that. So when you look at the message of faith, faith now, it has actually been fine-tuned. You cannot miss it when you walk. There is faith when it comes to worship. There is faith when it comes to prayer. There is faith when it comes to holiness. You get it. So there are so many dimensions to God. But as it is, it is a sovereignty that reigns. So you may desire an encounter, but it is God himself who will say, okay, I'll give it to you at this time. You get it. The next thing too is this. If the Lord wants to do something with you, he doesn't mind showing you one dream for two weeks. How many of us have had that kind of dream before? Oh, but that two weeks, eh? Repeatez moi anglais. Repeatez moi anglais. The reason is because he wants you to be serious. I'm, you are not listening. Listen. Listen. Why are you not listening? You think he's wasting dreams? <laughs> no, he's not. He wants you to get it. Please, you understand? He is like emphasis, emphasis, emphasis. Do this, do this, do this. Uh-huh. But to come to a time to, you may want to have an encounter. God will take his time to give you. So like I said, anxiety will choke encounters. But be rest. Be at rest. Don't forget, we're in a month of imperfection. So when you rest, these things will flow. Add, add. Okay, so to add to everything that Osofo had said, Miracles are sometimes encounters. Like, for instance... Um, yes, I didn't answer that. Um, yes. Some time ago, when things were hard for us, we didn't have food. We were hungry, actually. So, 
naturally you ask God for food. And then we were there and somebody knocked the door. And when we went out, there was nobody there. But however, there was food at the, at the door. Yes. So that one is a miracle. Encounter. And it is also an encounter. So miracles sometimes can be encounters. Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, that one, that one, that is what broke fear of luck in my life. Please. No, you can't use that microphone. <laughs> please. Hey, hey. Somebody has a question. Hey, please ask. Please ask. Ask. <laughs> it will come. <laughs> please put it on. Long press. Uh-huh. Hello. Uh-huh. So nice. I just wanted to share from everything that we've learned and from the examples that we've heard. Yes. I would say that um, in answering the question, the, the, the discussion we're having, yes. it seems to me that the surest way mm. to have the encounter you want at the time you want it is to be aligned with the will of God. Ah. Because from all the examples, from Daniel's example, from Esther's example, and even from Gideon, who mm. used a method that is quite unconventional. Mm. You see that they were aligned with what God was doing at a place at a time. And so regardless of what they asked or how they wanted the encounter to be, they got what they wanted. I think the problem is that sometimes we are so self-centered mm. rather than thinking about the body or how, why do you want the encounter? What is the reason? What's the purpose? What's the motive behind it? Mm. The more you are aligned to what God is doing in the body of Christ, in the nation, it's not only self-serving or self-seeking. It's, it's a surety. You will get it. Hallelujah. So wow. that's what I've gathered. Oh. It's solid. Solid. Please, there's a question here. Uh, oh, we'll be doing we'll be doing interactive service. Yeah. Ah, you will stay. You won't come. You see, you are not complaining. Hey, time you call. Yeah. Ah, but you are the ones asking the questions. <laughs> we should do at them thirty. Oh, uh-huh. okay. Please flow. Yes. Yeah, so I just want uh, need a clarification. Okay. On um, the difference between. Um, <coughs> The difference between you being expectant of a prayer you've prayed. Mm -hmm. So you are expecting God to answer the prayer. Yes. And being anxious. So because you explained that anxiety can choke it. Make choke your yes. encounter and make yes. you miss it. Yes. But if you're also not expectant, you are praying and you're not expectant of God doing it, you might even miss it when He did He does it. Yeah. So how do you draw the line between being expectant and you being anxious? I, I will use the same word, rest. Rest is, the, is a critical thing. For example, um, when you are sure about something, no need to be worried. No need to fret. No need to look here, here and there. You know God is for you, so you relax for him. Um, like my wife said, we shouldn't forget that God is sovereign. So just as sometimes he gives us encounters and we, do, we have not prepared for. It's the same way we can deliberately prepare for an encounter. 
That's why I said you cannot be praying three hours every day for 21 days without an encounter. Naturally, something will happen to you. Like one of the things that will happen to you is this. You, be, you notice that you are deadened to the things of the world and you are heightened in the things of God. So it's like a certain aspect, the flesh dies and the spirit gains ascendancy. So when it happens that way, you notice that you are more alive because of that routine you have committed yourself to. And in those, in those seasons, even if you are not praying about something, don't forget, Daniel prayed about something. Eh? When he saw that the time for Israel to be liberated had come, right? And he saw by reading through the books or the parchments, he noticed that it was time for them to be liberated, but they were still in bondage. What did he do? The Bible says the first day he set out to pray, an angel was dispatched. But because he had not seen it, he continued for 21 days. Do you get it? Now, understand that in our time, the sovereignty of God overrides everything. He can decide to answer you the fourth day. He can decide to answer you the third day. I've gone to meetings where the first day, I've, there was amazing manifestation. Second day, the Holy Spirit said, today I'm not manifesting. Today I'm teaching. Third day, teach. Do you understand? So we desire it and we want it. But he'll do it the way he wants to do it. And I, I bet you, when he does it the way he wants to do it, he's always perfect. The only thing is that sometimes, like I said, our anxiety will, will desire that God should work a certain way. But you cannot force him. He's a king. He's not a boyfriend or a brother. He's a king, the king of kings. And even when your brother becomes a king, you cannot go and say, hey, could you? No. You address a king well. Even a mother knows that when his son becomes a king, you can't talk. So I'm just emphasizing God's sovereignty so that we know that when it comes to desiring encounters, go in there with God, desiring the encounter, but be rest assured that God will provide it because he's a good God. Uh-huh. So, anxiety, that's what I said. When you rest, so we've been teaching on rest. Rest means Holy Ghost directed activity, like Joseph Prince said. But I would say that rest is actually remaining calm under control. Please. No, 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 no. Please. It cannot be done. Shepherds with their sons. Shepherds with their sons. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, encounters, uh, uh, sorry, anxiety will not make you stable. The question you'll be asking, hey, will it happen? Will God do it? Will this thing happen the way it was? Hey, hey, this thing, hey, when, look at the time. Okay, hey, if, it, if you do it, why is it that he has not started doing it? And why is this thing going? A lot of us, we go through that kind of emotions. A lot of us. Don't do that one. When you pray, forget. Hello, I said, when you pray, do what? Pray. If you think that praying words will bring the thing back, pray in tongues so you don't repeat it. Hello, I'm telling the truth. There's a way to deal with anxiety. When the thing begins to boil, you are not sure. Pray in tongues. Don't now pray in words. Just pray in tongues and leave it. And when something wants to worry your mind, bring it. Go and get a funny movie and watch. I said, do what? Please, do, listen. I didn't say don't watch movies. So, so if you think pastor said don't watch movies, I never said that. I said, go and get funny movies and do what? And laugh. Because sometimes your heart needs to rest. 
command so that you not be anxious, you not be palpitating, you not be worried, you not be jittery. When God says He'll do it, He'll do it. So take your time for Him. Take your time. Rest. Rest. Now you understand it when I say rest. Let God be God. Okay, so um, the being uh, in expectance and being anxious mm-hmm. be one of the things that makes me know that I'm in expectance is the more I pray about it, mm-hmm. it's like the more my faith is being built up, the more okay. I have the assurance, the more I'm excited. Mm-hmm. But when I'm anxious, mm-hmm. so I know that I'm not operating in a place of rest or of faith. Mm. So the prayer point even has to change. So that means the issue Lord, is hold my heart. Yes. Or the fear. Take away the fear of wow. the unknown. So that's when you know that this is anxiety and this is expectancy for me. Yes. Amazing Grace. I can't hear you. Please as Auntie Patricia said. Yes. She needed something for so many times and she didn't get it at that time. Yes. But through encounter, she got it. Yes. Well, she wasn't. Yeah, she yes. Wasn't. I want to know: Does it last for? Does encounter last forever, or after getting whatever you want to get, it goes away? Okay, I like that. Does encounters last forever? Don't forget, I said encounters assure and reassures. The reason why you must God took Genesis chapter twelve. God came to Abraham. Genesis chapter 13, God came. Genesis chapter 15, God came. Genesis chapter 17, God came. Genesis chapter 22, God came to Abraham. Still dealing with the same matter. I believe. Genesis chapter 12, by this time, we don't have some of Abraham's faith. I believe it strongly. So, encounters, you can have one encounter. You can repeat it and say it and say it again. But you know that after that encounter, God still gives you many more encounters. It is still to build your faith. And Patuati has here. Yes. Time. Wow. Clap for Jesus. Please. I wanted us to close, but I want to get a question from here. This angular. You must give me a question from here. And no, you won't talk. No, from there, from there. Mary Mosai Dekono, give tea. Adam, you can't talk again. You are not part. Angela, you have a question. <laughs> ask a question. Even if it's an old question, ask. I want to hear your voice from that arena. Here, uh-huh. I'm waiting. Where's the microphone? It's with who? Ah, Kasanienko. <laughs> Let's go quickly. I think that once a week we should do interactive. Yes. We'll do it, yes. Once a month, sorry. <laughs> okay, Pastor, I want to know mm-hmm. um, when you continually have a dream, mm-hmm. like about five times, yes. and later the same dream, but something different occurs in it. Yes. What is it trying to say? Like, it's like the same pattern. Five times, but the next time something shifts. Yes. It's it's like God saved you with Fufu 
and life super for one week. You didn't get it, so he now he changed a bank coin. <laughs> Basically, it's the same message. Do you get it? It's the same message. Uh, God is trying to tell you something, tell you something, tell you something. But because you didn't catch it, he, he used the same dream, but he, he put a twist on it. Now, a lot of people say that when you are a child, you have dreams. When you mature, you see visions. Take it from me. I'm your pastor. They are not your pastor. I'm your pastor. It is a lie. I say it is what? Yeah. I say it is what? Yeah. And the Lord appeared to Abraham in a dream. And the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream. Don't, don't belittle your dreams. Eh? Did, did you hear? The old men will have dreams. The young men will see visions. Listen, a prophet walked to me and said, I had a dream. I said, oh, really? You're a prophet? He said, he said, when you have visions, you may interpret them wrongly. But when you have dreams, it is what they are. Please let nobody belittle your dreams. You get me? So when you have a dream like that, it means that God is telling you something, uh, but you are not listening, so he changed your style. He add a lot of a, a little bit of salt or pepper so that it can burn small. Uh -huh. Take the microphone there. Take it there. And that dreams and Hey, okay, talk, talk. I can hear you. Don't don't press. Hey, hey, hey talk in the microphone. Our dreams encounters, some, not all. Overeating can make you dream. Sometimes the problems of your day can make you dream. There's a question here. Hurry up. I need this question. Please, turn on the microphone for her. Long press it. Amen. Amen. Please, I want to ask. Visions. Yes. Encounters and dreams. Mm -hmm. Are them the same thing? Okay, good. Um, you can have an encounter in a dream. You can have an encounter in a vision. You can also have an encounter. You said, you said dreams, visions, and, and encounters. Okay, so to put it well, you can have an encounter in a vision. You can have an encounter in a dream. You can actually even have an encounter in a trance. They are all different. A dream is where you don't play. You don't act anything. Or you just see it whilst you are asleep. A vision is when you are not asleep, but it is brought to you. A trance is where you are part of the vision or the dream or the, the trance you are seeing. Do you understand? So, the first two, you, it will just be shown you. But the last one, you will be there. And most of the time, the prof... The people who work in the prophetic have trances. Like, for example, where is, where is, where is the Nigerian Israel? Isaiah. I always say Israel. Where is Isaiah? Uh-huh. Okay, so like, I was talking to him. I said, all of a sudden, I saw myself in Nigeria. And I was in his father's church. And I saw that they wear uniform. I just didn't mention the color. The Holy Spirit said, use wisdom. Don't mention color. Do you understand? So, that is a trance. That one, you are brought into it. You can smell there, you can taste there, you can feel there, you can sense there. That is a trance. So, there are dreams, there are visions, and there are trances. And all of them can bring encounters. Do you understand? 
But it's not every vision that is an encounter. Sometimes a vision is just for showing you something. You get it? Sometimes a dream is just for showing you something. But encounters are having, coming in contact with certain personalities. You get it? And I said, God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, your pastor or angels. Do you get it? Uh-huh. Please do ask. Yeah. So when you you said encounters is when you act in it. No. I didn't say that. I said a trance is where your your senses are alive. So you are part of it. You can see it. You are seeing it, but you are you are in it. So what is when well sometimes you are not in it, but some you are in it. So when is when is it the good side or the bad side? When when you see yourself in it, yes. It depends. It's a message. Sometimes it is a message. Sometimes it is an encounter. Let me show you something. There, the Lord, are, when you mature into certain levels, I don't know if I should say this, but when you grow into certain levels, the Lord will actually give you encounters with certain demons. So he will, this permit, is... he will permit you to have encounters with, or for example, when people have strong idol worship in their family and they are trying to get out, the first encounter they have is the demon of that family. That demon will appear to you and tell you, why do you want to get out? Most of the time you see a giant. Sometimes you see a dwarf. Sometimes you see a woman. Mami Wata. Papa Wata. Sometimes you see a goat, but he stands like a man. Sometimes you see a reptile. He stands like a woman or a man. Or you can see a goat head, but the body is like a woman. Do you get it? Okay, I want to share something that happened to me like 17 years ago. Oh, wow. So, 17 years ago, mm -hmm. I had a dream. Okay. In that dream, I was drawing a man. And I was telling the drawing that this is my future husband. Wow. Then someone came mm -hmm. and took the paper away from me. Already. So, ever since then, I had it at the back of my mind that I have a spiritual husband. Okay. Then, three years ago, I had a dream. In that dream, I was fighting with somebody. I cannot picture the face, <laughs> but he's a man. Then he said, I was fighting with him in the dream. He said to me, like, if you want to leave me, when you leave, don't try to come back again. So, I understand the one I had years back. That, to me, he has left. We have separated from each other. Mm -hmm. So, that's why I'm asking if it's the bad side or the, or good, the good side. Okay. I get you. Like I said, encounters can be... The Lord can allow you to see good and bad. It's all from the wisdom of God. God feels like when there's something I can help you with, I can put you there so you can learn from it. Or I'll show it to you so that you can actually come out of it. You get it? But, but to say that because you saw something bad, uh, it, is, it is part of you is also another issue altogether. Do you get it? So with what you are telling me, that thing that you saw, the dream, at 17 years, three years ago, you still remember, me, some of the dreams, I have to write it down. If not, I'll forget because tomorrow I'll dream again. 
Uh-huh. You get it. But you, you remember, what it means is that the Lord wants you to take it seriously. What it means is that God has not given up on your marriage. So you yourself, you don't have to give up on it. But what he has here. Do you understand me? So I'm saying that encounters, when you have any dream, you cannot qualify it as an encounter. An encounter is a strong manifestation that is undeniable. And that's why I say you cannot see Jesus and say, ah, it looks like. No, you will know him. When you see an angel, you know that this is an angel. Uh-huh. Please, last question. Um, Osofo, yes, madam. Please, you said um, dreams and visions are shown to you. Yes. And then a trance is you play a role in it. Yes. So when you sleep and you wake up and you you had a dream mm-hmm. and you were doing this and this and this, is that uh-huh. not a role you played? So oh, does no. it mean that dream was a trance? Okay, so so let me explain the trance. I said the trance is where you can taste, you can smell, you can feel. You are not asleep. Oh. A trance is not something that you are asleep to have. A trance, you can be sitting down like this and you can see yourself taken to a place and you are acting out something and you are doing it. But a dream is different. A dream, you are asleep. A vision, it comes. You can see it. But a trance that you can sense it, you can feel it. You, even though you are sitting here, you can sense in your body what is happening there. Do you understand? Like for example, when the Lord shows you that somebody's leg is paining him, sometimes the, the pain will come to your leg. So a trance is, for example, um, there was a time we were having an all night mm-hmm. and you prophesied to everybody. Okay. And then you said, if you haven't prophesied to someone, the person shouldn't be worried. So God has a way of yes. speaking to the person. So we were doing Bened, like the closing prayer. Yes. And then I was standing here and it just looked like I slept off. Okay. And then when I woke up, I was like, ah, like it looked so real. So I was wondering why I'm in church because in, in I don't know if it's a dream or a vision or Go what, on. but I was driving a car. Okay. It was right-sided actually. Okay. And I, I stopped, I think, to get my license to show a police or something. But when I opened the cupboard, it was full of money. Wow. Different currencies and different notes. Then it, it just happened. It was like two seconds and I was back. Okay. Yes. I remember I so told you, you want, so. So you want to know whether this is qualified for a trance? Yes. Yes, it is a trance. It is a trance. And... Like, like I said, the Lord can give you trances, he can give you visions, he can give you dreams. Don't deem one high above the other. I'm saying don't do that because the Lord can choose to give you a dream. Because you think it is just a dream. Because you've been drinking, dreaming about cockroaches and flies. You think that is one of those things and you make a mistake. And that's what I don't want us to do. Wow. Yes. You want to add a little? Hey, my to wife. the trance. Yes. Yes. Osofu said that when you have trances, it means that you are playing, you are in it and you are playing. It's not always when you are in it and you are playing. You can you can have a trance like Peter had a trance. Yes, and then course. he saw the sheet um of animals brought to him. It, it, that that is a trance. However, he was not in it. Yes. So it is a trance. So a trance is like how you you can have a trance like the way you had it. You can be there and then you just doze off. 
but it won't be long. You just see the thing play out, then you come back again. And when you come back, you notice that you are no longer asleep and it was so real. Huh, that yes. is also a trance. Yes, thank yeah. you very much for correcting. <laughs> Hallelujah. The encounters are real. Desire encounters. Pray to the Lord. Hallelujah. I think one of the sisters had an encounter. I'll let her share eventually. Hallelujah. Can we please be upstanding? Um, Ophelia, remember, you started praying about your family and marriage. And you remember what happened? Uh -huh. So one day I'll let you share. Some of you, you think that you cannot handle the issues in your family. But let me tell you, here is an army place. Spiritual army. Gifty. Here is a spiritual army house. Once you find yourself here, it means there's something for you to do. Once you are here, it means that there is a certain thing you must do for your family. You cannot be anywhere anyhow. Hallelujah. Say with me in the name of Jesus. Say, I have been enlisted to change the face of my family. Say, oh God, I am ready. I am willing. I am strengthened by your might and by your power. In the name of Jesus. Say from today, I have no fear. I have no fear. I have no fear whatsoever. Say the light of God is my strength. Say the word of the Lord is my banner. The word of the Lord is my covering. Say the spirit of the Lord gives me clear cut directions in every area that I need direction. Say I never miss my path. I never miss the way. I am on course for God. In the name of Jesus, say, I am a blessing forevermore. My going out is blessed. My coming in is blessed. Now, Holy Spirit, I desire an encounter. An encounter. Give me an encounter. May my life never be the same. Grant me a divine encounter. In the name of of Jesus. Two minutes. Lift your voice. Let's begin to pray. Lift your voice. Remenofe. Remenimenon fregedibedose. Zombele bregedose. Gedebelofa. Romanomonomonemenemenose. Nomogron siketeketeketekedose. Remenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenem
Kremba dobo gedi meneso. Rebe debe dibe di meneso. Zibedie tani mimani meneso. Ivambi dibi bedosha. Ivambi dibi bedi bedosha. Iveni mimano siketege gronde levrege debe dose. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now I prophesy. You will have encounters. You will have encounters. Divine encounters. The Lord will be your right hand. I said the Lord, he will be your right hand. I'm speaking Bible language. I said the Lord will be your right hand. What it means is that the Lord will be your strength. You will not be weak. His appearing will bring strength. His appearing will fortify you. His appearing will strengthen you. You shall be strong in the Lord. And you shall be reassured of his goodness. In Jesus mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Now that we've prayed, please, if you have encounters, take it seriously. And also, if you don't have an encounter, don't say, Rade, oh, you don't love me. No, don't say that one. Hallelujah. You will have encounters at his own time. Hallelujah. But surely you have it. <laughs>